Hey everybody, this is Ed Peterson. And this is Carter Peterson. And this is Ben Redder Peterson. And this is Peterson on Pattinson. Where you can get the latest news and reviews of Robert Pattinson. Our own personal brand of butterscotch, the miniature horse. We're just going to roll with this one yeah. because this is our third take on the intro and I'm not sure we can get through it. So we're just going to, we're going to go live with this. Okay. I think, I think we did fine. We did yeah. great. We did. We're doing great. guys. Y'all, y'all were very good. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. This is a Robert Pattinson podcast. And uh, this week we're going to talk about 2015's childhood of a leader. Yep. I'm stoked. That's great. Yeah. I'm stoked. I am really glad that we're kind of out of the early days. We're out of the Bob doldrums, and we're into the salad days. You Who know? plays the Bob doldrums? <laughs> I don't. Um, I get Bob Dole, and you kind of did the pen in your hand reference. Uh, yeah, I, I, you said Bob doldrums, and I oh. said Bob Dole drums. <laughs> It wasn't a great joke. It was really good. But I did pretend to play the drums with a pen. <laughs> right, right. I yeah. don't get any of it. No? no? Bob Dole is kind of like pre-John McCain. They're kind of mm -hmm. like in, you know. Did he have a pen? He had a pen because, was that a war injury? I think that was like a war yeah, injury. I believe it was. In his hand, so his hand was like oh, curled up. Yeah. And so he always just stuck a pen in his hand. <laughs> Because it was like curled into a fist and sure. he didn't want that to look weird. Yeah. So he just stuck a pen in it. Is Bob Dole the leader from Childhood of a Leader? Is that who <laughs> like, this movie's about? Maybe. Maybe it's it it's is an unclear. amalgamation. Yeah. So you yeah. know he could have been part of the inspiration. Sure. True. Sure. Absolutely. The director Brady Corbett said that it's not Hitler and it's not Mussolini. He specifically said, Robert Pattinson is not playing Hitler. Right. That is a quote. <laughs> he did. That's, good. that's That's always good to clarify. That's a bit of a spoiler. But, yeah. You know. Yeah. Not not Hitler. Yeah. Uh, I think, about, you know, even the title of this movie is kind of a spoiler. Sure. Sure. Yeah, because it's about the childhood yeah. of someone. Yeah. So uh, every week before we get into mm -hmm. our review, what do we do, Carter? Sandal is a listener. Great. That's, <laughs> thanks, Ben. Y'all like REM, right? I love REM. And that's totally stand. Like it, it, it it's like a slowed down stand. Yeah. Okay. I do not that's think striking. stand is a very great REM song. Uh get a life. It um, was the theme song for the show Get a Life. Sorry. Oh, was it? Yep. Sorry. Huh. Weird. I didn't know that. Yeah, Sandal is a listener. Yeah, and every week she loves she, giving us giving us info yep. about the movies we've been watching. Yep, she so sends us a mail. We thought we'd give her some time each week for her dedication and hard work that Correct. we won't do. <laughs> what? Oh, the hard work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not we, we're not doing enough. We're not looking into these movies as much as we should. I guess. I guess so. I do find that, like, uh, this week I got pointed to the Dior ad. Yeah. That thing's from 2013. Yeah. And, Whoa. And it was brand new to me, right? Like, it's yeah. we're new to the fandom, so we get pointed to stuff. And I'm just like, oh, that's amazing, thinking it's 
you know, two days old. Yeah. Oh, no, that's from six years ago. Yeah. So was that hot dog video we watched a while ago. That thing's like oh. four or five years old. Oh, really? The yeah. GQ? Yeah, he just... It's on yeah. his, like, the Dior ads and that hot dog thing are all, like, on his IMDb list. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. So what's uh, uh, Sandal got for us this week? Well, life? last week, last week we talked about life. She said, I was thrilled with the life podcast thrilled thank you i think we are stepping it up thank you which sandal. is yes thank you sandal uh she brought up some points about dennis stock and the fact that in his later life life mm -hmm. which is the name of the movie uh dennis stock would constantly get asked questions about james, james dean. dean yeah and so from that point forward, throughout his career, every interviewer would, so what was James Dean really like? That yeah. question. And I, I get it. And he got really angry with people who brought up the subject. A slight parallel to Rob that Sandal points out. Oh, yeah. Because he got famous with Twilight. And for years afterward, no matter what he was being interviewed for, he was asked about Twilight. Every article written about him mentioned Twilight, even kind of to this day. I would, yeah, I think so. So we should not wear these shirts if we ever meet him. <laughs> we, should not, we should not be we wearing are, a New Moon shirt, right? I mean, you know, what she points out. However, especially starting with interviews about the Rover specifically, he made a choice to actively be positive about the Twilight experience. He always thanked Catherine Hardwick for casting him and was appreciative of the experience and the freedom it gave him. Yeah, because Bob's a bad motherfucker. Good for yeah. him. Hell yeah. Bod is, Bob is great. Bod? Bod? The, the Bod British is great. cartoon? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, that was kind of the big... I don't think we did too bad. There weren't many, you know, straight-up corrections yeah. we had to do. Great. So that's that's good. I feel like we're we're doing we're doing better. We're trying. Man, fire it. Sandal is a listener. We like her. She thinks about Bob Pattinson a lot. I am way off time. <laughs> uh, great. Yeah. I thought it was great, too. I think you're doing really good, Ben. Thank you. That's why we bring Ben in week yeah. after week. I mean, you know, and his last name's Peter. We're, yeah, we're all related, yeah. so. <laughs> that helps. <laughs> Be rude. That helps. Yeah, so I was the one person in the family who loved Robert Pattinson, and I'm not allowed to talk about him. Exactly. The one member of the family who today is wearing a Robert Pattinson shirt. That's true. Unlike when we went to Portland, and I was the only one who forgot his Robert Pattinson <laughs> Twilight shirt. It's, it would have been weird if all three of us were strutting around PDX in our Bobby P shirts. Would that have been... So says you. I, yeah. I feel like that could have been less weird if it was just two of us. Yeah, maybe. And then a third not. Maybe, maybe not, though. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? So anyway, this week we're going to talk about Childhood of a Leader. Oof. Hell yeah. What'd y'all think of it? I loved it. I loved this movie. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it to the point that I, I don't know where it's going to land on our on when we get to the end and we do the ranking. I have it in a spot that I think it's going to stay, but yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I like so. I liked it more than Goblet of Fire. <laughs> really? No, I liked it more than <laughs> yeah, way more than that. It has one more tomato than Goblet of Fire. 
Okay, so uh, we're hyped for the lighthouse. It has one more. No, no, it no. has a lot of more tomatoes than Harry Potter. Ten more tomatoes. Yeah, Oof. yeah. Uh, Ninety-eight, and then number two is High Life. Mm, uh, good time. With good 92. time. Good time. Good time. That's a good movie. That's a great movie. Yeah. Uh, this movie number four. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll yeah. take it on the tomatoes. It's respectable. This yeah. one's number three. Oh, it's number three. Yeah. yeah, Harry Potter's number four. So good. So good. Yeah. So this week, uh, you may hear some snorting and grunting and panting. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I just have a... It's a condition. Uh, normally, we put the dogs away where we can't uh, be bothered, but they were kind of freaking out, so they're down here roaming around. Yeah, I got waffle on my lap. Waffle syrup butter is our wiener dog. He's uh, got two teeth. And mm-hmm. he's kind of going blind and deaf. Yeah. But he's a cutie boy. He's totally. a good guy. And then Pepper is our pug dog. And she's three years old. Yep. And cutie. Oh, so cute. <laughs> she has all our teeth. She has all her teeth and they are beautiful. Uh, chewed a, to- a toy on my lap for like 10 minutes a day and it was wonderful. <laughs> it's very adorable. <laughs> <laughs> Just went to town. Just went to town. <laughs> it's really funny. This is a great Robert Pattinson podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Does he like dogs? Well, must love dogs. Everyone loves dogs. Uh, I was looking at some pictures the other day of a TIFF screening yep. or a TIFF press thing they did where they brought in puppies a couple years ago, yeah. a few years ago, and then all the stars they brought in to do interviews, they would hand a puppy. Oh, and so God. when they took pictures, it's like, everyone you know so it's everyone that was at tiff wow. there's just a picture of them some people holding like a husky puppy some people holding like a little chihuahua oh. it was amazing and there's one of pop of uh bob what did he have dog kind of dog yeah dog you know dog. dog dog style dog not yeah. <laughs> um sandal will probably correct us on that i yeah. bet sandal will know exactly what kind of dog bob had but that's yeah. dope yeah, that was dope. Uh, so this movie, also dope. Yes. Who is going to talk about this movie? I think it's my obligation this oh. week. Yeah. You okay. All right. Uh, so this movie is kind of about an amalgamation of the childhoods and raisings of various... Uh, Keep going. <laughs> of various uh, fascist leaders in Europe in the early 20th century. Okay, I see. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so this is about a little boy who lives with his family. Uh, his father is an American diplomat. Uh, mm-hmm. They're living in France at the back end of World War I. Uh, about halfway through the movie, they signed the Treaty of Versailles. Uh, so this is a guy who's raised around politics. Mm-hmm. Um, and this movie is structured in three acts and an epilogue. And each act is uh, centered around a tantrum in the child's life. Yes. Yeah. You want to play a trailer? I could, I could play a trailer for this. Okay, do it. He's been acting out of it. Hey. That's only a little boy. He didn't actually hurt anyone, did he? I'm sorry, Mama. 
Why would you want to hurt anyone? Do you like it here? Why don't you lead us in a prayer, my love? No. Hold your hand up. Tu en colère contre quelqu'un? Wouldn't you like to make some friends? He's spying on us. He didn't hear us. He's been upset with me lately. No! You can allow a child to run this household. I am your father, and you will show some respect. The tragedy is not that one man has the courage to be evil. But that so many have not the courage to be good. That was the trailer for Childhood of a Leader. I think uh, that trailer is one of the first ones we've played the whole way through. Yeah. And it, yeah, like, you gotta. All right, maybe I should do that more. Can I? Well, also, I think outside of the Twilight movies, this is one of the trailers that actually sells the movie that we're going to watch. Right. Totally. Like, it's right. the first time in a while. I mean, like, life from that trailer outside oh. of it, just like, oh, yeah, James Dean. Yeah. You get nothing else from what that really is going to be. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Um, Did he actually, there's the line at the end, like, it's not one man being evil, it's... Does he say that in the movie? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he that's says one it. of the best lines in the yeah. movie. Okay. Yeah, that's Is that it, early on? It's the early, yeah, it's in the first act. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that's uh Rob is actually not in this movie a ton. No. Very he little. Is, yeah, he picks a lot of roles that you know, he just comes in does a great job and like yep. seems to pick roles not really caring if he's the star or Yeah. you know, he he could have a great long-term career as just character actor supporting dude. I hope so. I hope this dude is like Harry Dean Stanton and just, you know, turns like 90 and is still just like having tiny roles that are amazing. Yeah. That would be so awesome. Yep. Very much on that boat. Yeah. Yeah, and he seem he seems to be on that boat like Yeah. He'll take the Batman but he will also take childhood of a leader. And it's not like when he took this role, he was probably being offered, you know, lead role in whatever, some some romance or something. Yeah, you know what? Saying that, I would be so curious to see a list of things that he turned down, like lead, yeah. leading roles that, act, like films that were made that he right. turned down. Yeah. I wonder if anybody has any uh, info on that. Sandal, look us up. <laughs> Yeah, so this movie is dark. Dark. Yeah. Dark. In Both fact, literally and uh, you know, mood-wise, thematically. Right. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. The the set dressing on yeah. this thing is amazing. Yeah, Incredible. the costumer, amazing. So good. I, the the cinematography and the lighting, amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah. It feels yeah. like a bunch of this movie is like natural light. Yeah, like a lot of it's like candle lit and. Yeah, I was trying to figure that out when they would turn out lamps and things like that. Yeah. I was I was always like, oh, I wonder if they're really. It feels like it. It yeah, feels like it totally natural lighting does. a lot. Yeah. So Brady Corbett, when he listed off the films that he used as an inspiration for yes. this, uh, Barry Lyndon is one of them. Oh, you yes. know, there's Huge only five. Kubrick vibes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's other Kubrick in here too. I mean, sure. uh, some of like the um, the dread feelings from like watching 2001. Yeah. I got watching this. Yeah. Um, the some score the, helps that. Some of those shots of just like uh, when the camera's just spinning and it's like oh. just showing like a a static like lamp or something and the yeah. camera's just going crazy. That's that felt very 2001. Pretty unconventional camera movements, I would yeah, say for sure. Uh, there's a couple shots towards the end. Like, I would say the entire outro yep. is just as... Uh, you could take that entire outro as just its own little movie. Yeah. Because it kind of, you know, it's a big jump yep. in the story. And you could just watch that as a short film. You get a complete and entire story, and you actually don't need the first three acts. The end is almost like a music video, in a way. Huh. Yeah, I mean, the score in this thing. It's so good. God yeah. damn. Scott Walker, not the legend. Not the legendary governor of Wisconsin. No. Who eats not, ham and cheese every day. Uh, that guy seems so cool. Yeah. Scott Walker. Oh, I'm a person of the people. Good for them. <laughs> uh, I hate that guy. Yeah. I hate him. I'm sure Bob people do too. I don't know much about Scott. either of the Scott Walkers. Oh, yeah, well, you're not from Wisconsin. Nope. But, yeah, he's a governor. He's uh, kind of a union buster piece of shit. Mm. Was. Was the governor. No Thank longer you. in power. Yeah. No, 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 no. No. Right. Now he's just on Twitter, like, you know, shitting on people. Yeah. The Obamas are the, the real elites. <laughs> <laughs> some exactly. Bullshit, some bullshit it, like that, that. Yeah, that's as of two days ago or <laughs> something, right? Yeah, Scott Walker. He's horrible. Classic. Classic Scott Walker. Yeah. The Scott Walker that did the score for this? Brilliant. Cool guy. Yeah. Great guy. Uh, and sadly, oh. passed away. Scott Walker Dong. Uh, the score in this, yeah, is like terrifying. It, it, yeah. It, it makes like very simple things scary. Yeah. Uh, if you had changed the music to this, uh, it could have been an entirely different film. The. The first, I started playing this and I was in the TV room and I had our TV on and it was kind of loud and Carter was off in another room and that the the first, the, overture. the first song is called opening. I, I think it's called opening. Uh, whatever. Oh, the, the words, the, the, the word overture comes the, up. Yeah. The word overture comes up okay. and then the song that that song came on and Carter actually came in the room and was like, what are you watching? What yeah. is that? Yeah. Because <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's gripping. And yeah. they're showing like World, World War, War One footage yep. as, as that song is going on. And yeah. it, set, it sets a tone out of the gate where you're like, oh, 
the I'm opening in. credits are unsettling. Yeah. Uh, even also, the way that the information is presented, yeah. it sometimes like is overlapped. Yep. Like um, it does that thing that like classic movies do, where there's like a dozen credits on the screen at one yeah. time. Right. And like the way that those overlapped, uh, it was just like, oh, like I, I'm they're not just, ready for this. This is like terrifying. Yeah. They're just also placed and like sized super oddly, and yeah, I, that's so I cool. Think or thought that there were rules to how beginning and end credits for like maybe not the MPAA. This was shot somewhere else, so they probably sure. don't have to follow a lot of the guild rules. Right. Or, yeah. Um, because one thing is uh Brady Corbett is actually credited, the director is credited, and then additional credits roll like the producers are credited afterwards. Yes. Which that's usually it ends with director. Yeah. For and any American. The screenwriting credit is uh it's his partner right but it's like written with his right. partner so uh yeah like that's definitely not uh uh normal yeah that's not uh wga rules or anything like yeah, that so. right killer yeah great good good info so good <laughs> so good that is i i did it. robert pattinson got the with he got the with in the credits oh he did yeah yes yep. which i mean it's it's a small role yeah it yeah. is a small role uh, I think some of the other movies we've kind of rated the movie based on there's some equation. How yeah. much did we like the movie? How much Bob is in the movie? Yep. This movie is just so good that, that I don't think the yeah. Bob will yeah. factor in very much. Right. I think this is some some sweet trivia. Sweet yep. Bob trivia. Are we ready? Yeah. Yeah. You gonna drop some truth bombs? Okay. This was directed by Brady Corbett. Yes. Brady Corbett's first credited acting role, because he started as an actor. Yep. Yep. Does anyone know what that is? 13. Yes. The movie 13. Oh, okay. Who directed 13? Catherine Hardwick. Oh! Whoa! What? And who else is in uh, 13? Uh, uh, not Robert Pattinson. Is no, Kristen Stewart? Kristen Stewart's in it, and... Um, wow. And uh, the, uh, the, the woman... Jasper Rathbone? The woman that wrote... <laughs> The woman who wrote uh, 13 is also in Twilight, and she's the, the co-star of 13. I can't think of her name right now or even who she plays in Twilight. Sandal's going to be... Not <laughs> Alice. That's not Alice. Rosalie wrote 13, which was directed by Catherine no Hardwick, who wow. then directed Twilight. Weird. Yeah. I had a little bit of trivia, and then Ben Expanded comes in... That. Yeah, with a hammer. Like, man, we are good. Uh, You know... Uh, you set him up. I knock him down. Just, right. just in that instance, uh, you know. Sure. Great. Yeah. Softballing you. Uh, the with the assist. Right. We both uh, we scored. It doesn't matter who put the ball into the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Brady was also in Clouds of Sils Maria. Yep. yep. With with Kristen, Kristen Stewart. Stewart. Yeah, so uh, he's got he's got Juliet Binoche kind of credits. There's yep. a lot of really funny overlap with this guy. Wasn't she supposed to be uh, Juliet Binoche yeah. was cast as the mother and In this movie? yeah, and oh, wow. she got the script and thought about it. It was her and Tim Roth were Whoa. actually yeah, and um, Tim Roth had to drop out because of scheduling conflicts. Sure. And Juliet Binoche said it was too dark. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It's pretty rough. Yeah. Wow. That that was her reasoning. This movie's too dark. Yeah. And it, yeah. <laughs> yes. 
It's pretty dark. On paper, yeah, it's probably pretty dark. So anyway, that's some we got there. Yeah, there's a ceremony where all of the village people in this French, there it's set in sort of a small French rural community yeah, outside of Paris. Somewhere. And uh, yeah, there's a there's a scene where everyone must have been in service, and they're walking down, and just everyone's wearing all black through most of the film. Yeah, but in that one specific scene, a couple of the church people had the like reverse KKK yep. outfits where they were like the weird all black robes yeah. with the black mask hood. Yeah. hood thing. That was very unsettling. Yeah, yeah, very witchy. It felt very, yeah, pagan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, Which, it did. It was a very, like, pagan Christian ceremony. Yes, <laughs> super into it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, the visual of it is very cool. It's yeah. just, like, all it just... I think what it means is very unsettling and, and not knowing what it means technically at first, like, like, like what is happening right now? Right. Uh, yeah. So it kind of follows this kid. Yeah. And like Carter said, there's three acts. Those acts are broken up into tantrums. They're, yep. they're literally called like tantrum one, tantrum two, tantrum three, yep. third tantrum. Uh, and then they've got a subtitle that's like, it's a dragon. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good tantrum. Uh, Tantrum one is a sign of what's to come, I think. Yeah, he throws rocks at the people coming out of a church uh, Christmas reenactment play. He was he was not stoked with his performance, maybe, and so he decided to throw rocks at people as they came out. He he doesn't know French very well. Right, Uh, they're living in France, and he's kind of just picking it to learn. Yeah. Right. So, um, following that scene, right, uh, his parents confront him, and they're like, "You're gonna go apologize to Father Ledu." I can't yeah, remember exactly. The priest, how, yeah, uh, the priest. Uh, the, the the priest only speaks French, like very little English, yep. and so his mother's translating things for him. Did you get vibes that while the mother is asking um, her son to apologize, the son saying? Uh, I didn't do anything to him because technically he was not one of the people that was. Did you get vibes though that the priest had done something to him? Nope. I didn't pick up on that, but I wouldn't be surprised. Based on watching the entire movie, I don't know if that's true, but in that, in that moment I was like, well, okay, why he's being super cold to this guy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm picking up something that's not actually there. Um, there's a scene in the second tantrum when, uh, his mother tasks the lead housekeeper, I think, to, hey, you have to stay with him until he eats all his food. And eventually they sit for, uh, like, a bit, and yeah. she, like, picks up the plate, smells it, and is like, disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right. And dumps out all the food and is like, hey, just don't tell. Then the mother finds out that the housekeeper is basically going against the mother's wishes to, like, prevent him from eating and is, like, sneaking him food. And she fires her. And, like, the last line after she begs and pleads not to be fired, she's like, I'm going to dedicate the rest of my life to destroying your family. That was so <laughs> that good. was amazing. So good. In which, French, of course. In French, French of yeah, course. Yeah, like, but, oh, my God. Oh, which I took a note at the end, and my note was, did she actually do that? 
did she actually because there's a lot of pagan stuff there's a lot of like rural weird religious stuff yeah, yeah. did she actually curse them at that point the kid's already a shit oh yeah <laughs> but this kid oh my god this movie makes is... you not want to have kids <laughs> but but the actor yeah oh uh, he was sweet is his last name tom sweet tom tom sweet yeah, yeah. he's so good Amazing. yeah oh my god yeah there's just little moments when he does it feels like every time he does a specific act of disobedience yeah which he does several every time he does it there's a pause before he does the thing where it's like say the prayer he just sits there silently yeah and then no and it's so good yeah the way he delivers all of those lines yeah amazing and he's got to be 11 or 12 when they're filming this yeah. he's a little kid it's he's crazy great i also you know just kind of to go off that like serial killer thing about like you know, wetting the bed is a sign of humiliation and stuff. I also loved all the moments of like people being like, "Oh, look at your daughter" and stuff like that, and him just being, you know. Oh, he was not into he that. He was getting did so, not like yeah. being misgendered. No. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. I like. It felt like there were a couple things, and and I think Brady has talked about the director has talked about. You know, it's just the this kid becoming you know, a fascist yeah. ruler thing. N nothing in it actually felt like none of these acts would lead someone to that, you know? Not like, necessarily, but I, yeah. Did, did anything, like, I don't know, was he? I mean, he's being abused. Yeah. I mean, he's he, his life is like a cycle of abuse. And I mean, the, uh, the, the idea that the parents are like blaming this child for being who he is throughout all of this and I mean, never being truly understanding. Yeah. I mean, the father is basically like yelling at the mother to take care of this kid, never being present. Sure. He, his, the, like um, Prescott's only v vision of his father are him doing kind of shitty things yeah. to himself and other people and both of his parents are cheating on each other and he is like kind of witnessed both of them like yes. not directly but right. you know he has seen He's, both of them he knows with their yeah. yeah 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 yeah, mistress yeah. i guess i feel like by that by that bar it's like every american raised in the 50s <laughs> like ends up like that because i feel like that was standard operating procedure for how to raise your kid yeah in the 50s yeah nothing like this ever happened you know to to other to people. america right you know yeah yeah, yeah. no one in I'm the just, 50s uh, are actually like this uh, like i guess that's <laughs> there are no fascists in america today yeah no one no one who is raised by this kind of thing ends up today as a fascist yeah that's a good point trump's dad is super cool <laughs> yeah. very super loving super cool yeah. fred trump very loving one of the greats warm <laughs> please don't quote me on that uh, allegedly allegedly <laughs> Allegedly, Fred Trump yeah. was arrested in a rally, and never mind. Rally so, the they had similar uh, in, in that rally, didn't they have similar uh, pagan robes? Hmm. To this movie? Oh yes. Huh. You know? Yeah, they were a different color. Yeah. That huh. Fred Trump was arrested <laughs> at. Yes, allegedly. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I don't a, see a correlation. <laughs> yeah. Google alert. 
this week a trailer dropped yep. for another Robert Pattinson movie yeah. that is also dropping in October. October eleventh. Yeah, the King yes. comes out. Yeah. Do you want to play that trailer, Carter? Uh yeah, give me a sec. From the director of uh War Machine. Do you feel a sense of achievement? In what regard? In any regard. Do you? A new chapter of my life has begun. Already I can feel the weight of this crown I wear. I've been forced to rely upon the counsel of men whose loyalty I question every waking moment. I need men around me I can trust. I'm here because you are my friend. King has no friends. King has only followers and foe. But I will come with you. So hype. Ben Redder looks great in that. Ben Redder Peterson. Oh, with the lob. The hair. Oh, no, I just, I only call Timothy Chalamet by my name. <laughs> Why? Call me by your name. Ah. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> That's, I get, no, I get it. I get it. <laughs> it's uh, not a good joke, sorry. <laughs> um, I like yeah. Sean Harris. Do you? He's good in Mission Impossible. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so good. Yeah, He He's was great. Ian Curtis in 24-Hour Party People. Who is... Uh, the yeah. lead singer of Joy Division. Right. Who was the subject of a movie by Anton Corbine. Control. Before Life. Wow. Yes. Speaking of a life, uh, you know, this is turning into like a Six Degrees of Robert Pattinson podcast. Ex yeah. Joel, Joel Edgerton. Yep. Mm -hmm. is in the king the king he also yeah. wrote it as a writer yeah he also wrote co-wrote the rover. the rover worked with robert pattinson on the rover yep. uh when they were filming the rover joel edgerton came in last minute he actually took the part as a favor to rob oh in life in life, I'm sorry. It's okay. In life, he took the role as his editor yeah. as a favor to Rob because he liked him so much in the Rover. He had a two-day gap in a filming schedule wow. for another film, flew out, did two days, filmed those wow. editing scenes, and and burned back out. Super cool. As a favor to Rob. Like, awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. So his his six degrees thing there are a lot of overlapping people who just reoccurring roles in kind of bob's mm -hmm. yeah uh career they love him 
Yeah. Like we do. Almost as much. We love him. Almost as much. I'm a fan. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, we all are. Uh, so that's that's cool. So that movie, I think we're pretty hyped about. The Lighthouse, yep. the reviews are coming in. Hot. Ooh. Review. <laughs> Do Can't that wait. again. Ooh. <laughs> Thank you. You guys couldn't You're see welcome. the movement. Yeah, there was a little uh, a shake kind of a shack, yeah. shack shoulder shake, you know, that, oh, that yeah. gif. I'm a fan know? of Shaquille O'Neal. I went to a restaurant that he had eaten at before. Was and it I Benihana? Was, uh, it was the Metropolitan Grill in Seattle. Please do not think that I'm a rich person. It was a treat of someone else. Uh, I got married and um, my partner's dads took us out to eat. Anyway, uh, I was very excited to see a picture of Shaquille O'Neal eating in a restaurant that I was about to eat in. <laughs> Were you just stoked? Yeah, that's great. I was like, I grew up loving Shaq. Anyway, I think I think if you go back and go to Benihana, which yep. is probably far less expensive, sure. they have the wall of everyone that's eaten there, and it's just dumb. Yeah. So the <laughs> reviews for the Lighthouse, ninety eight percent right yeah. now, with fifty reviews in. I think mm -hmm. more than like fifty two or more. Great. Yeah. Great. Uh, next month. Two months, something like that. We are gonna be rolling, uh, neck deep in Bobby. Oof, I love it. Let me get a bite. Give me some, Bob. Yeah, give me some. <laughs> you know, you oh, know what I'm saying. Absolutely, no. Yeah, I, um, I don't. I think I have not anticipated a film more than I have the Lighthouse in a very, very long time. Yeah, Lighthouse, Batman, Tenet. Which one? Lighthouse. I mean, currently I'm at Lighthouse because I, I, I see Lighthouse Lighthouse could end up being the best film of this year. Sure. I, yep. I mean, it's... Yep. Tenet could be the best film of next year. It could be. Lighthouse could be the best film of this year and we already got, like, the movie of the century with Midsommar. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, the dad says, while I'm away, put the boy straight. He does say that yeah. in this yeah. movie. While he's being kind of rapey with his wife. Yeah. And telling him she needs to have another kid or else, you know. Yeah. And she's she like, I can't do it because I almost died. Right. Right. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh, yeah. Instead of dying in 9-11, Robert Pattinson right. is Hitler in this movie. Robert Pattinson is specifically not Hitler. He is the fascist leader of Great Britain, I believe. I, it, they didn't well, make it clear which country it was, but they were all speaking English, so I don't think it was. Yeah, France. that's why mm. I was. Th uh, but that, what all the the iconography that we pointed out is thing. like super cool looking until yeah. you realize what it is. Um, I right. was not like, oh, cool white power. Uh, <laughs> oh, is that is the lion? No, I think it was just. Yeah, I, I don't. Mean, I don't know exactly what it means. I was just when the first time we saw it, I was like, wow, that's really cool looking. Yeah. And then uh, you see this awful like. Hitler-ish seeming rally yeah. uh, with similar iconography, eventually right. similar yeah. iconography. I mean, those uh, those star banners were very directly yeah. oh, Nazi flags. Right, yeah. yeah. It's kind of hard to see a long flowing banner yeah. that's red, bright white, red yep. with some white and black images on it and not think Nazi Germany. Yeah. So, so. Especially when they're like suspended from the tops of those buildings. Like, it, yeah, yeah that, it is just so direct. Like, that whatever room that was in. So, the very end of the movie, that's in the outro. So, the, the whole thing is this child is kind of abused, neglected, 
also kind of, you a know, dick. kind of a dick yeah. of a kid because, you know, a lot of kids are unfortunately acute, abused and neglected and do not end up becoming fascists. Yeah. Becoming proud boys. Well, I mean, I think it's the combination of like his upbringing. I mean, sure. I mean, he's he's the son of some American diplomat. He sure. had access to things that you know a, a lot of abused children don't have access right. to. So, yeah. sure, yeah, uh, like uh, yeah, it's, it's the culmination up. of all of those yeah. things. He, he grew was, up around politics. Yeah, like I he mean, was literally at the Treaty of Versailles when they signed it. You know, like yeah, I mean, his right. dad was breeding him to be a leader yeah, yeah, i yeah. mean the only reason he wanted a true daughter is that everyone called his son a daughter <laughs> which is yeah. fucked up i yeah, mean yeah, yeah. i didn't like that part about right. it at all yeah yeah uh i didn't uh it didn't occur to me as the movie was going and until we just started talking about it but in the boys from brazil that film i when i finished this movie i was like god damn i want to go read the boys from brazil mm, yeah because there's a thing where uh, the idea of that movie is they go and they clone Hitler yeah. Yeah. and they try and recreate the circumstances of his childhood yeah. in a way that actually would get another Hitler. Yep. And what they found is, you know, in the, in the book, it's kind of like, well, it looked like nine out of 10, not Hitler. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. that's the good news. Nine out of 10 people, not Hitler. I hope it's a bigger, uh, a better ratio in just like in general in real the life. 10% yeah. of people are Hitler. <laughs> it's lower than that. Uh, Speaking, it, you were you were talking about that uh, factory they were at at the end when they were stamping. Yeah, the, um, the, uh, the yeah. stamping the whatever pamphlets Pamphlet. with the yeah. lion iconography. Yep. That factory looks fucking terrifying. Yeah. It looks like you could lose a hand so easily. Oh, oh when they're feeding the piece I know. of paper in. I was, oh, yeah. it's all I could think I was about. just like, holy crap. God, and, the way, and the how just like, again, this word, unsettling the music is. Oh, yeah. You don't know what's going to happen yeah. at right. any point. Also, uh, those elevators. Those <laughs> oh, elevators yeah. that are just like constantly going. You just like step off as it's raising. That was... That is the most terrifying thing I have ever seen. It was super weird. Yeah. But I loved it, though. I think I yeah. actually went, cool, Yeah, it happened. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And they showed... It was weird because those elevators are earlier in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, at Towards... Uh, in the epilogue, there are a lot of uh, mirrored shots. From that earlier? In earlier in the movie, and yeah. then they're mirrored. Like, it's... Yeah. That's... This movie... Immediately after watching it, and as we talk about it now, I just want to watch it again. Yeah, because it's it's Same. so good, and I'm I'm sure I miss some stuff. And yeah, just, yeah, it's it's really good. Because uh, uh, I have only seen it once. Yeah. So after all of the setup with that epilogue, seeing these diplomats and this kind of fascist rally with all the soldiers in the suits, uh, old Bobby is playing the kid. So. The way it so the the outro the the epilogue, uh, the subtitle for it is uh, the bastard, yep. or it's a bastard, the bastard Prescott the bastard. I think. Prescott, Prescott the, the bastard. bastard, and so it turns out the child is actually the son of not Davos Seaworth from Game of Thrones, Liam Cunningham. Right, it he is the son of Edward Cullen, 
from Twilight. From Twilight. Yeah. So yeah, he's actually Robert Pattinson's son, Charles Marker. And Charles Marker is Robert the, Pattinson. Robert Pattinson, the son. So yeah, the at the end, the Hitler character, he grows up and he looks just like his dad, yep. except he's bald and a big bushy mustache. Big bushy mustache and a pretty unclean beard. Yeah, and but shaved head bob it's terrifying yeah it is it is far and away worst bob far and away and that voice just the voice stop the car (laughs) (laughs) it it was again unsettling yeah 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 Yeah. and then and then once he gets out of that car that shot of that little girl and then him getting out behind her is so good and then it just the camera just goes all like Primal is the only way they describe it. How? Yeah. No. Uh, They made the camera, uh, I don't know exactly how they did it, but they made the camera something that you could safely throw around. Oh. And so basically, you're watching people, like basically, like a beach ball at a concert. Right. uh, People are just throwing the camera to one another. And so it's like spinning around really fast. Sometimes you'll just see the sky, sometimes you see the ground, and then people, the sky. Right. Uh, very yeah. fast. That I, ending is like it's incredible. So good. I think the idea with that is that it turns into you know the girl. Uh, like I took that as girls POV when Bob gets out of the car. I took it as the girl. Like the crowd is crushing forward, and she's like getting mm. tossed up in the crowd. Is kind of you know I, it's just an unsettling. I kind of just felt it as like a almost visual uh the chaos that's coming yeah like the chaos and just like the crowd mentality of just like getting so worked up yeah that was you kind know of this, where i was at yeah i guess yeah i guess i took it as that but i took it as literally because they had focused on the girl so much yeah, yeah. and you know he's getting out and that's the last thing you see is like her yeah in like soft focus and then Robert Pattinson getting out of the car and then it just goes to shit. Yep. So yeah, that's, yeah, it, it's really good. It's really, really good. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I think the, the, the epilogue is like, like we, I mean, you said it could be its own story. It's, it's worth the price of admission alone. That, that tracking shot. Oh, uh, like, Coming out of like pulling out of the uh, the um, sorry the table where there are the, all the world leaders yeah, I guess totally. are like meeting uh, that is a haunting shot yeah. the the one at the very end when they're signing yeah. stuff yeah, yeah, and yeah. they're talking to each other yeah, yeah. before so the crowds I took that the guys they're just sitting there and they're bureaucrats so I don't yeah. take them as world leaders I took them as kind of bureaucrats okay they are like cogs in the machine those dudes yeah. and they're all like. Thank you, Mr. Johnson. Yeah, Thank, yeah, yeah. Or Mr. And, Secretary. And they're, Mr. they're all speaking like very good English. Prim, without much of an proper. Accent, yeah. so. And then the joke at that point is the one guy says, uh, my pen's out of ink. And that's when they get up because they're done signing all of their little, you know, terrible, ter- whatever yeah. decrees are in those uh, folders yeah. they're signing. It is not good stuff. Yeah, that and is- again with like us talking about the music being so unsettling, there was a point during that where you know, because at this point you don't really realize that the kid has taken over necessarily. Yeah, 
there was a point where I thought people were going to come up from the banisters above and just like gun those people down or something. I yeah, I did not know what was going to happen. Yeah. It's I I took those guys as kind of in the too real for right now kind of thing is like those dudes that were signing all that stuff and then they go and they meet with they're in the motorcade is the way i sort of took that they end up in that motorcade that robert pattinson is in trump and boris johnson exactly Mm. trump boris johnson it's like uh bolsonaro the the fucking brazil guy it's like it's the staff it's the people who are signed up to be on the staff of those guys. Yeah. It's yeah. not those guys. It's the Kellyanne Conways and the Smiths. Fuck those people. <laughs> oh, so Cokes. maybe... And those are some of the people that uh, Charles Marker, is, uh, Robert Pattinson's character, is talking about earlier. There's that line from the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's about the the audacity of one man to be evil against the... Uh, like with the the willingness, the, the, the willingness will, of good yeah, of yeah. other people to be good, yeah, right. So. And these people are not these, these people, people are not good, you know, for money and power. They yeah. are willing to sign decrees that are almost certainly putting people in that crowd, yeah. to death. I is, think uh, yeah. another part that I thought was kind of funny, uh, like way earlier on in the movie. I think this is probably in the second tantrum. There's the part where all the dudes come into the house. And they're having like a secret meeting or whatever. And the wife's like, oh, you know, this is dangerous or whatever. Because they're meeting without the president. This is right before the Treaty of Versailles. Yes. You know, uh, there's the point in that room where they're, they're kind of just conversations going on. And one of them was a guy like talking about the Bolsheviks in Russia. And someone's like, oh, yeah, there's a rise of all these Marxists in the world. And and the right. dude's like, oh, they're not bol- they're not Marxists, they're Bolsheviks. They ignore a lot of stuff about Marxism. And right. the guy's like, what are you, a fucking commie? <laughs> and he's like, no, it's my job to know this. I'm an economist. Right. And that just kind of felt like, you know, this whole movie is about the rise of a fascist. And, you know, fi- fascism is like the exact opposite. So, like, he was being raised kind of in the circle where... Well, it know, just... Yeah, I think it's the point that the people in power yeah. are actually ignorant yeah of what they're doing totally they're just doing like what are you fucking communist yeah that, exactly like i can picture almost anyone on trump's cabinet <laughs> saying what are you fucking commie yeah don't let fascists hang out in your bars <laughs> right exactly <laughs> yeah no totally and and that is why i like anti-fascist instead of antifa sure because that is not they are not anti they are anti-fascist absolutely and and the only people putting that title on them are fucking fascists, absolutely, or or people who are ignorant. Like, so here's your wake up call. Yeah, stop it. Yep. <laughs> uh, this is a great Robert Pattinson podcast. Peterson on Pattinson. I don't. I anti-fascists. Feel, since I feel like this conversation is very on brand for this movie. You know, oh, totally. That doesn't seem so, like that much I, of a. I yeah. I think that. Brady Corbett was he's pretty on point I'm yeah, with this guy. yeah uh I'm ready for everything he does from here on out Robert Pattinson said let me have you seen Vox Lux I have not and it's another one of those I got to go back and like yeah I didn't know anything about this guy and now I'm like I'm all in yeah yeah I'm I don't think that I don't yep. think people liked it very much but I haven't seen it and I bet it's I great know. I bet it's great I'm down for it yeah Robert Pattinson, 
Here's a quote from him. I think he's going to be one of the most important people in films. That's Rob on Corbett. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, Rob just seems to really like getting, being an early adopter of people he really believes in. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, Love the uh, Safties too. Love like, it. I mean, yeah. those dudes. I, I do. There is we, no doubt in my mind that they are going to be like. Huge. Yeah. Uncut The next gems. Coens or something like that, you know? Yeah. <sighs> we, uh. I, we got to get Robert Pattinson on this podcast please, yeah. because I've got to figure out his process. Like, I just want to understand what his deal is because he's gone on the record that he took the role with the Safties based on an image, Yeah, which is crazy to me because, uh, you know, when I hear like, oh, he's going to work with Cronenberg and Herzog, I understand that. Yeah, When I hear... Oh, I saw one image before a trailer or teaser even came out. That I have a harder time understanding, but then it's like his best film potentially. Yeah, yeah. have you heard the like, uh I read a line about um that movie where he was like um when we started we didn't even have a premise and now we're in competition at Cannes. Yeah. Which is like, like I want to know more about the process of making right. that movie. They just yeah, I'm it's crazy. It apparently was I want to work with you and then they just started writing letters to each other. That's yeah. yeah, I cannot wait to cover that movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's coming. It's a coming. So, that'll be fun. Um I I dug this movie. Yeah. Should we do some power I rankings? I thought the movie was excellent. Yeah. And very timely even 4 yeah. years after it was made. Yep. Right. Oh, if anything, it's just so prescient of like, you know, Boris Johnson was not a thing. I mean, uh, uh, Trump was yeah, not, a, not thing a thing when, when this was when this being, being made. Filmed, yeah. yeah, right. Not a thing. Yeah. So, God damn. It's unfortunate how timely it is today. Yeah. That is the only yeah. bummer. Do we have any other points to this movie that we want to bring up? I don't. I think we covered everything. Bob, great. Hated, hated bald. The bald look, not into it. But in the best possible way. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I wanted hot Rob for that last part. Yeah. Sparkly faced. <laughs> I mean, they could have, you know, it's sure, sure, probably not. But, you know, they could have done, you know, the shitty alt-right, you know, comb over look in a polo shirt. The yeah, all right didn't I don't know. That wasn't a thing yet. <laughs> but this was yeah, this was in the I'm just saying you know, thirties or forties when that did they have to make happening. him bald because his head's weird looking. I think it's there, just so I big. I feel like there was something to like some kind of makeup effect there too. Do, do you think it was uh do you think he had a, a bald cap on? Or do you think Oh I think beyond head? a bald cap well I, his head just looked like a different shape than his right. normal head. That's what I it's it felt too big yeah yeah the kid amazing so good mvp like far and away yeah yeah and what a difficult task that yeah. i mean jeepers yeah he owned this movie yeah and owned it the, the director's a regular spielberg getting getting performances out of kids yeah absolutely like if he can if he can recreate that god damn yeah wow so good yep I liked when they cut to the kid outside with that little Foley effect of the sound of two rocks clinking together. You know shit is about to go real bad. Did he kill his mom? He killed his mom. He killed his mom. It was he, like, with a rock. Know, like, I just, I wasn't sure if she died or not. Oh, he had, it, 
I mean, he hit her. It seemed at least twice yeah. in the temple with a rock. Her temple bleeds, and yeah, blood yeah. is rolling down her. If not, and then also she's later on, up. it's like it's a super uh, kind of shaky shot, and you don't get a clear view. But L- Liam Cum- Cunningham, when he's chasing him down, his dad, his shirt is stained red. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's yeah, blood yeah, all yeah. over. Yeah, his the shirt. first time I saw it, I yeah. thought it was like part of like the design on his shirt, yeah, and I was no. like, oh no, that's blood. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, and Charles Marker is the other person chasing after him, which makes him. sense. Right? Yeah, considering, like, yeah, right. But more than likely, I feel like at that point when he almost Robert Pattinson is also chasing after the kid, but I feel like to protect him from the other, you know, his from Davos. Oh, totally. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Right. No, I mean right. that's it's weird because his, this guy who seemingly had no part in his childhood is like, hey, come with me. Right. We'll help you. And right. then finally is the person who like cradles him in the end, right? It is Maybe the person who when he falls down on the yeah. stairs. Yeah, because yeah. uh his dad is at the bottom of the steps. It's it's Charles Marker that goes up the steps, I right. think. Yeah, that is like So the dad had previously Davos. Yeah. <laughs> I just referred to people a, by he pulled a uh Whenever possible, I find that referring to people by their Game of Thrones character is the best way to identify people. So Davos grabs his son a scene earlier and shakes him and, like, dislocates his arm. So the kid has his arm in a splint. He pulled a Jack Torrance. And then it turns out, oh, no, his arm wasn't hurt. And that's where he was storing the rocks that he beat his mom to death with. Man, classic. Hardcore. Classic. Do we want to rate this movie? Yeah, let's find our power rankings. I think we can one to five this. Yeah. Can we? Yeah. Who wants to start? I can start. Go for it. I I feel like I might have this lower than you guys. I don't know. Okay. I'm going to say number five, Breaking Dawn Part One. Okay. Number four, Childhood of a Leader. Great. Uh, and then three is Damsel, two is High Life, and one is the Rover. I think uh, going forward, I don't know. Maybe I could see myself putting this higher on the list, but I don't think I like this more than Damsel. I might like it more than High Life. I think I would need to rewatch both of those movies, if that makes sense. Sure. Got you. Sure. Uh, yeah. So that's my list. Ben. So I have an update. Yeah. Oh, are you going to switch it up a little bit? Uh, I just have one minor switch. Okay. Uh, upon reflection, mm-hmm. I do think I'm a bigger fan of one Breaking Dawn Part 1 than Breaking Dawn Part 2. Hell yeah. I think I am I'm back on that. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, so this really only shakes up my top five slightly. Um, just so everyone knows, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire is my least favorite... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> currently sitting at number 17 uh will never be higher than that uh anyway number five breaking down part one number four the childhood of a leader number three the rover number two high life number one with a bullet damsel i respect great. that I great respect that list yeah that's pretty similar to carter's yeah. actually Oh no, you and Carter. Ah, what? You're killing me with that Breaking Dawn Part One. It oh, is no. the best you Twilight movie. It's the best Twilight it movie. Is so yeah, good. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm, I'm there. I believe it was Rob Me Now this week on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, 
was was saying she was that, backing me up. Yeah, was saying that uh, uh, there's some Bob commentary for Twilight, and I think it's Eclipse on the DVDs. There's DVD commentary. Okay. So the next time we watch, we're definitely going to get in on some commentary action. Oh, yeah, we got it. Right. Okay. Uh, and she was saying that she was only upset because he didn't do one for Breaking Dawn Part 1. And how amazing would that Bob commentary be? I want it. So good. 10th anniversary? It. Maybe maybe when he gets on, maybe when he comes to the show, we can yeah. watch it with him. and We can. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow. That would we, be the pinnacle. We don't even interview him. We just do a commentary. Hey, do you want to oh watch a movie? Oh, my God. <laughs> that would be so great. Hey, we uh, went to that high school. Did you know we went there? <laughs> uh do y'all want to hear my power ranking? Absolutely. All right. Number five, Cosmopolis. Wow. That drops Breaking Dawn Part 2 out. Mm -hmm. So I have no Twilights in my top five, which okay. is a bummer. Uh, number five, Cosmopolis. Number four, Damsel. Number Ooh. three, High Life. Whoa. Number two, Childhood of a Leader. I, I nice. That. Number one, The Rover. Yeah. And I'm I'm close. I don't know. I think if I watch Childhood a couple more times, it might be number one. Yeah. I I was almost putting it that high. Like I do think I like this more it, than High Life. I don't think I like it more than the damsel. So I'll either have to change up my list or something, but yeah. Uh, it's it's weird because uh, early on I, w I was feeling like, man, when we go back through these, I'm so anxious to see how I feel about the Twilight movies again. But now I'm like, I'm so anxious to see how we'll feel about all of our favorite movies again. Yeah, right. totally. Right, yeah. Uh, the, thing with, the thing with Childhood of a Leader and The Rover, honestly, I think that that ranking, the biggest thing that impacts it is Pattinson is not in Childhood of a Leader enough, yeah. mm -hmm. and he's so good in The Rover, where mm -hmm. I think if he were in this movie more, it potentially would be number one. But I just, on a Robert Pattinson podcast, yeah, <laughs> this movie just doesn't have enough, and, and he doesn't do enough. So I tend to not weight that a ton, how much he's in the movie. But in this one, like, I don't think it's ever going to go above The Rover because he's so good in that. Yeah. So. If we were going based more on screen time, I don't know if Damsel would be as high on my list. Sure. But I just think the effect that Damsel had on me sure. and the circumstances under which we watched it, yeah. just all of that, just, no, that added up to a lot. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, like, the, we, like uh, totally. It was, it was great. We took a trip to Portland, and yeah. we actually woke up, and it was the only, the Damsel is the only movie we've watched together, which was great. We, yes. Like, laying around in a hotel room watching The Damsel was a lot of fun. We are, we are almost through the Robert Pattinson filmography. We got, like, City of Z and Good Time, right? And then yeah. a few old ones, but. Yeah, we may go back and watch, uh. Little Ashes. Yeah, I think we should. Yeah, yeah. And we've got stuff coming out, which is killer. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We I'm got stoked. stuff in the grass. Yeah. It's coming out. Yeah. Snakes in the grass. <laughs> Snakes on a plane. It's a good movie. Is he in that? No. No. He's not. Have you seen the, the like, uh, TV censorship where it's like, I'm tired of these 
monkey fighting snakes on this Monday through Friday plane. <laughs> it's uh, pretty good. Have you ever seen the the TV edit of Showgirls? No. no. Um, oh my god. Oh, it's. I, I mean, fuck that movie. It's not yeah. good at all. But I sure. mean, it's basically just naked people walking around the whole time, and so the only way to do that is just to put really awkward censorship bars over them. Awesome. It's, it's really fun. That's great. Who's uh, that movie by? That's a uh, Paul Verhoeven. Man, and yeah, yep. I feel like I kind of want to watch it. There's kind of a cult following, I think, yeah. that's amassed around it. It's it's it's, a, it's his uh, it's his Queen of the Desert. Yeah, you know, <laughs> everyone I has. One. I don't think Queen of the Desert will ever get a cult following, though. It might. Who knows? No, it probably won't. All yeah. them T. E. Lawrence heads. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if anyone can get. Uh, a hold of Rob and tell him we're doing this and we're ready for him to be on. Mm-hmm. I feel like at 17, 18 episodes, come on. It's time. Clearly on, we've though. shown dedication. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Exactly. It was These supposed po- to be like eight or whatever. Right. I mean. You're late, Bob. Yeah. Where are you at? Come on. Give me some. Yeah. Let me get a bite. <laughs> yeah. Come on. It's ridiculous. So, Pete on Pat, we're on Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook. We are www.peteonpat.com. Peteonpat at gmail.com. Send us a mail because every week we get sandal mail yep. and we get a couple others, yep. but we love them. We read them all, we send do. them in. Big fans of yours as well. We are fans of all of you and we appreciate the listens. And it would be great if you left a review on the iTunes. Those always help. And told all your friends. Yep. Listen up. Listen to it at work really loud. Over the PA. I have this uh, idea for a video that I want to shoot as like a trailer for this show where it's someone standing around water cooler and then someone walks up and like, did you hear the latest Pete on Pat? (laughs) And they're like, yeah. That's the end of the commercial. (laughs) Yeah. That'd be great. I think that's really fun. Isn't it? I'm into it. I'm into it. Don't forget yeah. to like and subscribe. Smash those sub buttons. Yep. Smash them. Bye. 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 Stand in the place where you live. Boop, boop, boodle loop.